Genesis Avalon. Episode 47 The Round Table. Game. Hold me. I can't go on. Oh, get off, you lazy bugger. We're here, and you're tripping at the finish line. That was a 12-hour train ride. It was supposed to take three. And they warned us at the platform that the Banshees had screwed up the rail schedules. We're lucky they didn't shut it down entirely. British efficiency, Mum. Tim would be ecstatic. Uh, It'll help you. Hey, don't worry about it. I got you, babe. Unbefrickin'-leavable. Oh, I cannot believe you let him bring his booty call. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, you're the one who blew up our shop, right? I was thrown into it by a banshee. It wasn't exactly intentional. Yeah, well, I wouldn't worry about Gwen. Leo cares about her. I'm more concerned about how Tim's gonna feel about that. Oh? Yeah, see, the problem with having Leo go in as your wingman is that if you don't tell him specifically that's what he's there for, he has a tendency to... to, well, snipe. Wait. Gwen and Tim? He had a crash is all. And so he had Leo around, figured he'd chat with her, and before he knew it, Gwen fancied Leo, not Tim. And, well, I can't say I'm surprised. Nice to know that Lancelot is apparently a dog, no matter the reincarnation. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, I can hear you. And you know, it's not my fault. I can't shut this down, baby. Come on. The sooner we find the White Heart, the sooner I can get a drink and a shower. Although, considering where I've been for the last two years, I can stay out here forever. All right, let's move. Take your time, I'm not waiting for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a sec. Aren't we supposed to be in charge? We're the knights. And we are the king's best friends. Doesn't that mean we outrank you? (laughs) Yeah, mate, good luck telling her that. I don't think she'd appreciate it. Also, I'm not sure how much longer you're gonna be on Tim's good side when he sees who you got hanging off your arm. Um, excuse you! The only thing that's hanging off my arms are her suitcases. Oh, I do so love it when you make my point for me. Whatever. I wasn't just going to leave her. We trashed her shop, which was her house. It's not like she had anywhere else to go, and... You know, it's the least I could do after the little nugget of knowledge you gave me. Hang on a tick. If I hadn't told you she fancied you, you would have left her. No, of, of course not. Dude, I'm not a complete skis. Only sometimes. This whole thing might have been eerily fine for you and me, but it's not for her. Knowing she liked me just made it easier to convince her to come out here where it's safe. Oh, yeah. Safe for the five minutes until... Until what? Until Gabe gets plastered. (laughs) No one's safe around him. Uh, you know, (laughs) he's gassy. (laughs) Well, you know me. (laughs) 
going to murder you later, you know that? Right, because I don't know when you're covering or anything. Leo, don't ever play poker. Can we just walk, please? I can't woo you with my arms full. <laughs> it's funny. I've been waiting for you to do that for months. I figured you'd be here tomorrow. No, yesterday. You're late, that's what I mean. Oh, I'm surprised. The banshees were easy, right? And here you are, left unscathed, nary a scratch or post. <laughs> okay, what is it with you? Just because I'm apparently a knight doesn't mean I remember my past life. And all I can gather is that you seem to have an interest in me? And I can tell you for certain, that has nothing to do with me being Merlin. Although, really, I can't wait for a few years ago. I mean, from now. It's a perk. Seeing the future and the past and seeing it all, really. I know I've only been um, in the land of the living a few days, but I'd like to think I'm coping pretty well. But you confuse the hell out of me. Oh, I confuse myself. Well, that's all right. Confused looks really cute on you. And you're flirting with me, I think. Wow. Well, we all might die in a day or two, so why wait? Um, okay. Uh, is flirting really appropriate? Marin is inappropriate in general. <clears throat> your, um, <clears throat> your majesty. Don't. There's no need for that right now. I'm just Tim. Until you see me pull this sword, I'm just Tim. And I'm your mate. How are you? There's been little word as to what actually happened in London. I'm fine. We're all fine. Property damage, mostly. Uh, the three of us split up, took blocks at a time. We realized after about an hour of trying to track them down, it was a bad plan. We just didn't have enough people to do it that way. So Leo came up with the idea for me to fly around the city and start pushing the Banshees towards them. It was easy once we got the rhythm. That's good. Sounds like you worked as a team. Almost instantly. We didn't even have to talk about it that much, really. We just understood how each of us would fight and planned accordingly. Past lives and past strategy. Cracking. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what it was. I don't know these guys. I only met them when I woke up on your floor. But man, I know how to fight with them. And we were good. Unfortunately, at some point, we got a little overconfident, and I got knocked into shop, and then the Banshee finished said shop, which hurt my pride more than anything else. Good news was, we did take care of them all. London's fine. Out of the line of fire, I hope. You mentioned a shop. Yeah, um, in, in fact, um, um... Leo should probably talk to ah, you about Tim, that. Marin. Hiya. What you doing out here? G- Gwen. Oh, um, what, what are you doing here? With him? Uh, yeah, Timmers. Yeah, I was going to tell you, but, uh, I couldn't find my phone. Oops. After the Banshees, so weird to say. After they destroyed the chip shop, I, um, I didn't have anywhere to go. Leo asked me to go with him. Ah, that's, well, that's lovely. 
Roxy, why don't you come inside? Oh, I don't think that's the other night would like I mean, you. no offense, but okay. Oh, Lancelot, mate, bad timing. But hey, good news is you found Guinevere before the Queen Mary is her, so that's that. The the what? Roxy, feel free to go, Mingo. I need a point. Cheers! No, wait! Come on, you ain't making this shot. You really think you can match You're me? You're gonna miss. Come on, you You're can't do miss. it. Come on, keep trying. You're not gonna do it. You're wait. not gonna do it. You can't do it. You can't okay. make the shot. You're what? not gonna make it. 30 points! Corker of a throw! I want you not to underestimate me. This is all I did in school. Right, you up on me, Canada? I am. And allow me to show you ladies how it's done. Mahaya, I thought you said you had never played. Never played darts. Never said I didn't know how to aim. Oh, shouldn't have put down so much now. How much again? I will take pity on all of you. But provided you get the next round. Good on ya. Bartender, another round of grog. Alright, alright, just keep your shirts on, you get your drinks and I feel like giving them to you not one moment before. Oh, me, it's like the worst bit of tourist season I would amplify. Oh, wow, they do, uh, they seem to know how to drink, huh? Uh, if they knew how to drink, they'd be pacing themselves. They know how to get lag wasted, that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. Can I just have whatever's on draft? You sure? You look like you could do it a bit stronger. Believe me, I think I've had enough of not being in control of my senses. Just a pint. <sighs> I understand. Strange enough to be going about your day and suddenly have an urge to travel to a dingy pub in Salisbury. Or in my case, go open up my dingy pub in Salisbury and let this mad lot in. On top of all that, whole brains worth of new memories of a life centuries ago. Make anyone drink. So you actually have memories? Who are you? Friends call me Edward. You, Tristan. Now me as actor. Possibly tell me that we don't need to go back to the States. That is crap. Those people need us. We were their heroes. And what, pray tell, would we do once we got there? Get arrested again? What use would we be? I don't know. We'd touch base with Carrie and Julian, find out what they're doing, and help. Help with what? They aren't fighting demons. They're organizing voter groups. So what? Your solution is to... To what? Let the United States become a martial law state controlled by Calhoun, of all people? There's nothing saying that he'll become that. And there's a fight here that we can help him. Cal killed me. And believe me when I say that there is no one on this planet who wants to string him up by his own intestines more than me. But going back would help nothing. To be arrested the moment we got him. No. No, that's not an option. You know what? I don't want to talk about this. You're the one who brought it up. Look, Jay, I know you want to go back, but there's nothing we can do. We don't have our medallions, we can't just transform. You did the thing with the Morrigan, but what if that was just because you were near Tim and Natalie? I... You know, Roxy's here. I should go talk to her. That's a good idea. Look, Jay, I know it's strange not to be in New York fighting when we know there's trouble, but... That's not a fight for Genesis Avalon. This... This is. And even if we can't transform like we used to, we still know more than the rest of this lot. Go. 
talk, meet people. For the first time this month, have fun. How often do we get quiet moments like this? Good point. I'll be back in a few. All right, the last of the men of the hour here. Another round. Did someone put some good music on? Oh dear. I thought I'd find you out here. I didn't particularly feel like cavorting. I know, but there is someone who wants to talk to you. You can tell Jake to get stuffed. You've said as much before, Noir. But I'd really like a chance to speak with you before you write me off. Please. Why on earth would I believe anything you have to say? You've been alive! For ten years! You could have contacted us at any time! You saw what became of Asara and you could have helped her! She needed you! We all needed you! And so did my nephew! This is why I wanted to talk to you. You need to understand why I made the choices I did, and especially that like, I would never have done so if I had thought Asara would spiral out of control the way she did. You faked your death. For my sister's children, Noir. You know who they are. You know who Kerry and Timothy are, what Timothy's destiny holds for him. I never intended to do this. I was training Sam and I heard rumours in the wind of the son of Uther. I understood the prophecies of our forefathers. I never expected that it would be my own nephew. So you sent Sam to us so he wouldn't know your plan? Why? Because Sam is more important to me than I can possibly tell you. He was the apprentice I needed after I lost Francesca. I was rudderless, and he gave me purpose. I couldn't let his life end because of my own personal duties. I was the older one. I was soon to be put to pasture. And so I made Sam leave, and I lived quietly. In obscurity. Wrote textbooks, for God's sake. And then, my sister and her husband were killed. And I knew. I knew they were in danger. So I changed my name, left Jacob Goldman behind, and took on my sister's married name, Jacob Arthur. I took custody of Timothy and Kerry, and spent my time raising them. What little guidance they needed, they were nearly adults. And you protected them, as an exodus would. I understand what you did, but what it cost, Jake. The people that were killed when you could have... Asked for help. Not from Sam, Noir. Why not? He was your apprentice. It is his duty. And it is my duty to protect that boy. Sam deserved a better chance. And so you sent him to a broken woman, and she nearly took them both down. Well, bully for you. I hope you're proud. Noir! <sighs> I wasn't... There's more. I'm sorry, Jake. Don't be. He has every reason to be angry. I just need him to understand before it's too late. Try not to look so excited at your own party. You might sprain something. <clears throat> Olivia! Look, I'm not really the best of company. You may want to go find another table. No, thanks. 
good right here. <laughs> Seriously, what is eating you? All your chicks are in the hen house. Everything's good now, right? Not exactly. Care to elaborate? Please. I don't really want to talk about it. You realize that doesn't work with me, right? Might work with your buddies, but you're kind of the big guy in charge. So you might not have to tell your guys, but you better talk to me. Why? Why do you need to know what's bothering me? Because... <clears throat> I don't know. I worry about you, okay? I might be getting a little attached to you, so prefer my friends to have smiles and not frowns. Oh, I just found out my best friend shacked up with the girl I fancied for just shy of a year. So, no offense, but I really don't feel like smiling. Wow. Um... <clears throat> so let me get this straight. You're having a pity party because of a crush. Don't you think you have bigger things to worry about? What? Like the knights? This mob that rushed into town just because of all my new kingly duties? I haven't a clue how to control these people. I feel like I'm going to explode. So I'm the king. Fine, I get that. And I'm working on accepting that. Sure as hell feels like I'm Arthur. But do I feel like I'm a king fit to lead? Definitely not. I'm sorry, did you think that acknowledging who you were was going to make suddenly all of this fall into place? I told you, man, no one's ready for it. And there's going to be a learning curve. But look, you don't have to do this alone, okay? There are people who are trying to help. What? Like you? Yeah, like me, jackass. Get your head out of your ass already. You're sitting here mourning over a crush when we have your throne to worry about. So, fine. You don't want me to worry about your attractive, but apparently selfish ass. I won't bother. See you later, your worship. Wait, Olivia? I don't even know what I just did. <coughs> oh, oh, Olivia. Um, my apologies. Oh, hey, Fluffykins. Um, no, look, it's, it's fine. I wasn't watching where I was going. Neither was I. I just wanted to take a walk anywhere away from here. How about some company? All Hachalias. We're not here to sit around and be merry, no matter how bad we want to. Eh, probably for the best. Or everyone was going to be paying for my drinks all night long. <laughs> oh, get stuffed. Ah, Gwen Galahad, you can do that on your own time. And you can party when we're done. <clears throat> Care to tell us what this is all about, Marin? Or are we just going to have to guess? You're the one who called us and you don't know. I bless only we're not sussing all this out. Knights of the realm of Camelot, you have been called from the void of ancient memory to new life by your king reborn. Hail hey, Arthur Taylor. No, but I'm sure they're just wandering. Hail your majesty. I'm Edward Clark, Sir Ector. I'm Tammy Gallant from Calgary, Canada, Sir Gawain. Cooper Brown from Brisbane, Australia, Sir Bors. Umari Kelman from Beachtown, Barbados. Sir K. I am Anipa Patel from Hyderabad, India. 
Sir Percival. For you noobs, I'm Leo Blake, aka Sir Lancelot, aka Sir Awesome, aka Sir Annoying. I'm, I'm Gabe Sinclair, otherwise known as Galahad. Dominic Bishop from Cape Town, South Africa. Bedivir. Hey, we're missing some. Roxanne, Noir, you too, come on. <clears throat> I'm Roxanne Dawes of New York, also known as Sir Tristan. Um, Noir isn't actually here. Where the bloody hell is he? He's missing the roll call. I think I saw him leave a little while ago. He's probably taking a walk, but believe me, he has enough knowledge in his head that he'll still sweep in here like he knows everything. Right. Well, um... Thank you, Marin, for the roll call. Many of you have met me, but I've seen most of you so much in the last two days, I honestly was losing track. That being said, I believe Merrin wished to speak to why we're here. We're here because Morgan Le Fay, the half-sister of Arthur, has come back from the underworld and has challenged Tim for the throne. The timing is... well, it's right awful. Ideally, we'd have had a few years to prepare for this. Instead, we get a few days. You lot were called from the corners of the realm of Avalon, which, thanks to good old Queen Victoria and British imperialism, is all over the bloody world, called to fight to defend the kingdom. That was the woman we saw at Tim's estate? The one who blasted the place to smithereens? Aye. She's a very powerful sorceress. Right, and just how are we supposed to fight her? You all have gifts of the Isles. Magic, abilities, enhanced senses. You don't really think you lot could be throwing bullseyes after three pints, do you? More importantly... You have help from all corners. Tim, Excalibur has chosen you. This means that I will have to find a new vessel to hold the Lady's essence within. But it still means that you will all have the Lady of the Lake for your battle. And you also have the Avalons. Uh, I don't know how much power we're going to have for this. The Morrigan was with you, Che. That won't change. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, but uh, I get what you're saying. Point is, she's been in the underworld for centuries and she's had nothing to do with herself but plot and scheme. Innate, but that's beside the point. Fact is, she's out. She wants the world. She wants Excalibur because it means she gets the world. And it's your job, mates, to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, I don't understand. If she's been in the underworld, how'd she get free in the first place? Not exactly a picnic, is it? Aran. The king of hell. When I was in... on the other side, I saw Z. She said she was the prophet. Yeah, thanks for telling me that, by the way. Well, I'm... She showed me things. Things that she said I needed to know. I saw a conversation between Morgan and Aran. And there's something about Obsidian you all should know. The reason that he went insane... Francesca cursed him with a soul with her dying breath. I saw it. (laughs) That's my birdie. So, um, Morgan took advantage of his obsession with the way he couldn't handle having a soul. He went nuts, she stepped in where he fell, and I can definitely agree with, um, Merlin here that Morgan wants Excalibur and by proxy, the world. So... 
Looks like I have a target on my back. Yeah, doesn't get much more lethal. So, Fluffykins, we gonna talk about what's eating you? Or we just gonna continue walking along in awkward, completely uncomfortable silence? I'd rather not, as it's... personal. <laughs> you know what? This just sucks. Excuse me. Before I met you guys, you wanna know how many friends I'd had in my stupidly long career of thieving for some pie-in-the-sky goddess who never bothered to grace me with her presence? I had three. Olivia. Now, don't get me wrong. They were the best damn friends I'd ever had. Each one of them got me through tough times when I needed them. But you know what's funny? You bastards made me care. All of you. I didn't want to be friends with any of you. I just wanted to drop Sam off when he remembered and just go about my day. But you folks took the time to pull me into your little club of super pals. So I don't care if it's personal. That's not a reason not to talk to me about it. If it hurts too much or you're still too angry to talk, fine. But do not disrespect me by saying it's personal like I don't deserve that level of confidence. Something tells me that rant was only half directed at me specifically. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Ugh. Word vomit. Just all over. Clearly, you are distressed over something. So, how about this? I will tell you what's bothering me if you tell me what's bothering you. I'll consider it. But you first. You're never two feet from Natalie if you can help it, and instead we're taking a not-so-romantic stroll in a very romantic high street in Salisbury. Frankly, I didn't want Natalie to have to suffer my abhorrent mood. Jake was a very good friend of mine. I felt close to him, more than I had with some of the Avalons in my charge over the years. And he lied. He faked his death and I... I'm not sure how I'm supposed to get over that. You're worried you can't trust him now. If he's willing to lie to me for ten years, Olivia, what wouldn't he lie about? That's unfair. You and I, we've lived a long time. People lie to protect the ones they love. Can't expect that he was just going to let his nephew and niece grow up with no protection. He thought you guys could take care of each other, and you did. You forget, I got my ass handed to her in 98. <laughs> I remember. Asara was capable as hell. And you did good by her, Fluffykins. I can't help but think that if Jake had been there... But he wasn't. He had to make a very tough decision, and he did the best he could. Can you say you haven't? Perhaps. <clears throat> so, what's bothering you? I guess I'm just too old to be dealing with stupid kids and their swords and their crushes. You are hardly too old, and you certainly don't act it. Or dress it. <laughs> I like being youthful. Doesn't mean I like the position I'm in. Which is... Just the king being the king. I just... He's all heartbroken over some chick, and I feel like he's ignoring what's right in front of him. 
Which is stupid, he can lead his own life and he doesn't need my broken advice. I did a cow for God's sake. Yes, don't remind me. <laughs> but honestly, Olivia, it makes sense that he feels conflicted. This is not a time for rational thinking. He has a sorceress trying to kill him. He doesn't know what he's doing, not really. And he has all of these people to meet that he both knows inherently and also doesn't. But we need Tim to get his head in the game. I need, I need him to come out of this, you know? I just, I just gotta know that I backed the right horse. Just how close are you? Ah, Sir Pelinor. Excuse me. Do tell my father how I've missed him. My mother may be content to wait, but I am not. Nor! Nor! I've got you. I've got you, man. Hang on. I'm gonna get that son of a bitch. You hang on. Come on. Oh, come on! Why the hell are I wolfing out? Are you kidding me? She is a centuries-old sorceress who's been building up influence in the underworld. You have got to plan this. Don't you be giving me another back check. <laughs> oh, how familiar. All the king's men squabbling like children. Must feel just like home, brother. Morgan? How did you find us? <laughs> You're not exactly hiding now, are you? Mother? We should kill him, now! Mother? No. Patience, my son. Do you not recognize your own son, Arthur of Pendragon? I brought him here to you personally, so that you may see the fruits of your labor. I am giving you one last chance, my darling. Hand over Excalibur, and your son will take the throne he should have inherited all those centuries ago. And I shall leave you and your kin in peace. And why the hell would I do that? Because, Pendragon... If you do not relinquish the sword and lay your crown on the plains of Salisbury, the stone circle of our forefathers, I will split open this earth to pour forth more demons and creatures of the pit than this mortal realm has ever seen. I will rend this world asunder and rip everything and everyone you hold dear to shreds. You have 15 hours. I look forward to seeing you at dawn. <laughs> Sam, check the doors. See if she's still out there. On it. 
Well then, she's gotten bitchier. She's gonna kill everyone. All the knights. Everyone. No, Tim, that's not going to happen. You have got to remember that you're strong enough to do this. But what if I can't? Someone help me. Noir! Quick, clear a space. Clear a space. Move, goddamn you. Olivia, what happened? What happened? He's been stabbed. Okay. I, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't got transform. Him, we'll take care of him. It was useless. God, I can't die. Easy. Oh Easy. God. Stay still. So Olivia. Stay still. What on oh earth God. is going on? Are you all right? I wasn't. I wasn't fast enough. What happened to me? I should have. It wasn't your fault. Like hell, it isn't. Don't pretend that you care about me, okay? I don't want your pity. I don't want your help. I want my powers to work because if he dies, I can't start losing friends now. So take your kingly concern and shove it where the sun don't shine. Featuring the voice talents of Laura Post as Jaina Masterson slash Genesis Avalon, David Alt as Sam Tyler slash Exodus Avalon, Alicia Matheson as Natalie Hall, Chris Hackney as Noir, Chris Stadther as Tim Arthur, Teresa Stacy as Olivia, Tracy Hall as Roxy slash Knox, Richard Paul as Jake Goldman, Jason R. Wallace as Gabriel Sinclair, Paul Brugman as Leo Blake, Kristen Bays as Marin, Brian Reed as Mordred, Jennifer Alex as Anipa Patel, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Tammy Gallant, Damian Haywood as Dominic Bishop, Aiden Rudd as Cooper Brown, Roy Mills as Omari Kelman, Dave Morgan as Edward Clark, Deborah Adams as Gwen Peak, and Mindy Rastkinen as Morgan Le Fay. Written by Catherine Pride and Kristen Bays. Directed by Catherine Pride. Story by Catherine Pride with Kristen Bays. Featuring A Din of Whispers and Red Needle by Chad Salvada. All other original music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2013 Pendant Productions. Genesis Avalon, created by Catherine Pride, copyright 2013, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Next time, on Genesis Avalon, the players line up. You will surrender at once. If you do not, then you shall face my army. Arise, my servants! The Lady of the Blackwater summons you! The pieces are set. 
Your band cannot possibly overcome the hordes of hell. Band. <laughs> and then I will ensure that each of you dies watching those you love suffer and scream for mercy. The final battle for the throne of Avalon begins. How on earth am I supposed to protect the people I love in this country if I'm not strong? We're all gonna die. Genesis Avalon, Episode 48, debuts November 27th, 2013, only at PendantAudio.com.